about funny stuff. Serious about food. Serious about anything that I'm in the mood for. Serious. Let's get serious. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Let's get serious. Hello. Ah, I messed up already. <laughs> this is Kendall Brunge. You're listening to Let's Get Serious. I have two amazingly special guests today. I guess they're they're all right. Don't want to take it too far. All right, that's Sean Dove. Yeah, that's correct. He doesn't want to take it too far. No. All things in moderation with Sean Dove. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Rob Nastoff. I will take it too far. Oh. Yeah. The uh, Notorious Nastoff. Can I ask you something? Do we, did we have to listen to the song? Because <laughs> this is all like pre-recorded, so the you could music just put is. the music in. Well, this is, like, this is being recorded right now. No, I know, but you could have just put the music in after we had done this. I like to put <laughs> the you like guests, to hear yourself. I like to put the guests in the mindset. <laughs> okay. It's like, we don't, have to, we don't have to have headphones on right now. We don't have to listen Wait. to the intro music. Why we do don't we even need on? We don't even need these microphones. I don't know about that. The headphones is kind of ridiculous now that I think about it. It's not like there's phone ins on this. Wait, are you calling my mom? Uh, I think I, I could. Do you want me to call your mom? We could get her on the line. What would I call her? Sugar. <laughs> really? That's her name. Did you know that's her name? Well, her I mean, name her, is sugar? it's what she goes by. Really? really? That's yeah. your mom? My mom goes by. She sugar. a stripper? No. Was she always sugar? She's yeah. As long as I've known her. Huh. What's her real name? Honey Cecilia. Pop. Cecilia. Yeah. No wonder she goes by sugar. Hey. You're talking about his mom now. Yeah. Oh, you mean sugar? Yeah. You know, my grandmother, recently deceased, she went by the name Sugar also. No, she didn't. She didn't. I swear she did. Really? This, this is just a weird coincidence? It is a weird coincidence. Right she went by the name Sugar. And uh, everyone called her that. Yeah. Even though her real name was Marion. Where's uh, Tim? Isn't he part of this? Tim's sick. Oh, what an asshole. So, what brings y'all around here today? Uh, Sean asked me to come. Oh, okay. Uh, Sean, you are part of a group of filmmakers that go by the name Dirty Borders. Yep. You recently uh, completed a film for the 48 Hour Film Project's Eco Challenge. Yeah. The the Go Green Challenge. The Go Green Eco Challenge. Um, And Rob, Robbie over here. He was an actor in that film. I was. The only actor. Mm-hmm. The only actor in a yeah. film, and the film is called Trajectory, correct? Yep. So that's what we're here to talk about today. We can talk about other stuff. Okay. We can talk about anything you want. Anything you want. I think we can deal with that. But let's talk about the film. Where what's, should we start? What's your first question? Oh, gosh. <laughs> let me... Let Do me. you want to check your notes? Well, uh, <laughs> oh God, I have your name written down. <laughs> Trajectory, I wrote that. Mm. Um, now, I have a question for Sean. Yeah. Okay. Why, you know, the name is called Dirty Borders, but there's nothing really dirty in any of your films. I, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's just, 
I was expecting there's certain restrictions in 48 hours. Really dirty. Okay, let's let's start by giving the listeners a little uh, background on what the 48 hour what the what's the 48 hour film project and what's an what the what what's green? Yeah, what is green? Yeah, I'm not sure. Were these films made with carbon credits? Were used, carbon credits involved? We mm. use recycled tapes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so the quality's horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> Come a little closer on the mic there, okay, Sean, and tell fine. the tell the listeners at home. They want to hear you breathe. Uh, the Forty Eight Hours is uh, basically a Forty Eight Hour Film Challenge. Uh, you have to write, direct, and edit a film in forty eight short hours, and uh, it's it's painful. You have to do everything in a forty eight hour time yeah. period. And it's got to be an hour and a half. Yeah. And typically, <laughs> that's not true. This is a this is a podcast of honesty. Okay. Four to seven minutes. Four to seven minutes long, and they give now typically the forty eight hour film project, they give you like a genre and a character name yeah. and um, an object, like an object and a line of dialogue you yep. have to use. How? But this is a little separate uh, mm-hmm. project that they're doing that was. Uh, worldwide, right? All on right. the same weekend, yep. and it was specifically eco. Some cities had like city events, and Chicago, unfortunately, was an internet only city. Okay, well, it's known as that. Chicago's known as an <laughs> yes. internet only city. That's all, all we're good for. Yeah. Uh, so, why are they doing an eco theme? Did they uh, did they talk about that? I really didn't read any of the small print on it. Okay. I was just like, hey, let's do another challenge. And you guys, Dirty Borders, as a group, mm-hmm. have competed in the regular 48-hour film yeah. project a number of times, right? Six years, I think. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. it's a pretty good run. Yeah. And so now there's Eco One. You did that. And your film's called Trajectory. Rob is the only person in it. Why don't we... Why don't you give us just a tiny bit of a, a short summary of what this thing's about? A synopsis. A synopsis, yeah. I think explaining it at all, really, you could do it in a line, and it would be the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, okay, well, accurate. you know what? The, the okay. basic idea is uh, an astronaut comes back to Earth, and uh, everyone... Spoiler alert. There Whoa. it is. That's it. That uh, It's Earth <laughs> the <Yeah>. whole time? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone's gone, and uh-huh. some sort of eco-problem has occurred. Oh. and uh, Ecological, that's what eco is yeah. short for. Uh, and, uh, I thought uh, maybe it was economic. A, a sad That's astronaut new movie. walks around and sad astronaut walks uh, yeah, around. Yeah, he's kind of sad. Okay, and Rob plays. There's also, who uh, does Rob play? There's also a lot of he masturbation. Plays the sad astronaut. And you masturbate? We talked about it a lot, actually. Yeah. Making it. Talking about masturbation. <laughs> well, no, like including a masturbation scene. Oh. Like like standing on the top of an abandoned building and just like jerking. <laughs> <laughs> just the, yeah. Just so you could. Yeah, I, I mean, you could do that anytime, really. Well, yeah, but yeah. there might be some laws broken. But in an astronaut suit. Oh, in the suit. Yeah. That sounds messy. Or clean. Yeah. Okay, well, why don't we listen to... I have a clip. You guys brought a clip. You didn't oh. bring a clip, but I've, no. I've, found, I've got do the clip. Do they do audio clips for radio? Yeah, we're doing an audio clip. Yeah, but so this is from the beginning. All right, usually... everybody... Okay, quiet. <laughs> it's uh, February 19th. Uh, this is Gordon Verde. This is my first log today. Uh, I was on the Neptune space station in uh, Earth's lower orbit. I lost contact with uh, uh, control about 
five, six months ago. It appears uh, something has happened since then. The city from here looks in complete disrepair, and there, uh, there's no signs of life whatsoever as of right now. Just looks like I have a bit of work ahead of me. <clears throat> Over and out. Alright, that's pretty scary, just... It does. Just it, it audio, does. that was... That is kind of cool. I was a little spooky. No, the music, yeah. the music adds a lot to who, it. Who did the music? Um, well, you music's handled... Handle, no. Is um, that, that's Nine Inch Nails, isn't it? Trent Reznor did he, that, didn't he? He came in and did the special. That's one. what he won an Oscar for. Yep, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, um, Charlie Ward, he's like our audio editor. He does a ton of... I mean, we all kind of split responsibilities, but he did a first run on a song, and then Matt, who does most of our like uh, audio audio stuff came in and tweaked it all and did a bunch of different versions of that song. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, um the clip we just heard was from towards the very beginning of the the video and we see the sad astronaut. Does he have a name? He has yeah. he does have a name because he was Which probably is the required actually character, the, right? One of the biggest things that irks me about this challenge actually was the name that they gave us. And what was what well, the was last the name? name is Verde, which is green. If you don't know Spanish, oh, oh they're so um, they're so clever. And so it's the like first an educational thing. Had to start with a G, which you would also think would be green, maybe. Well, Green Verde would be a really it, it would be an awful name. But <laughs> I see where they're going with this, and that I just thought Verde was an awful last name. Okay. I'm is there, is there any other trash you'd like to talk about the 48-hour film project? <laughs> uh, otherwise, they do a great job. <laughs> poor, poor name choices. We may get to go to Cannes for this one. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, pronounced, it's pronounced can. Cannes. No, you don't. You don't pronounce it. Was, I wasn't talking about the film festival. I was talking about titties. Oh, oh jugs. Yeah. Uh, puppies. Puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Take the film straight to the can. <laughs> Thumb. Thumb. Yeah. What? What? The film. Oh, the film. Yeah, okay. sorry. Who? Um, so was uh, working on an eco, like, why, why do you do these? Why do you do these 48-hour things? <laughs> um, for us, the four of us, we have a really hard time with all of our jobs uh, getting together and being able to, like, produce short films together anyway. Um, the 48 hour challenges give us, they make it, they force us to make movies pretty much. Yeah. Um, we put money in and then we are like, we're locked in. We're like, Oh, we, I guess we have to make a movie now. So for us, it's a, it's really good because we, otherwise we'd never be able to get together to do stuff. And having done a number of these now, what do you think, like, what do you get out of it other than just having, a, a getting something done? Um, like is, I, I, I mean, I, I like what do you do with films we always after try them? to just at least learn something every time we do them, mm. um, try something we've never tried before. So like on this one, we did a lot of compositing and a lot of like tracking stuff that we haven't really done Which too much of. Really good, by the way. So it, look, it, it was looks, like yeah. it was a chance for us to really try a lot of that stuff that we've been wanting to do. And yeah, yeah. it's a good experiment. Yeah, I and mean, that's kind of how we treat all of these. I think. Um, we just go in trying to figure out how to do something that we wouldn't know how to do normally. Under very tight 
yeah. time deadlines. We need those deadlines to freak us out. In this film, <laughs> after that audio clip that we heard, which Rob is giving to his phone or watch, oh, that's communicator a wrist thing. computer. Wrist computer. It's a wrist computer. He then wanders through the city of Chicago, but the city is in ruins. It's in complete disarray. It's been abandoned. <laughs> and there's destruction. There's graffiti. Yeah. What there isn't are people. Yeah, they're all gone. Are you just going to walk through the entire movie here? <laughs> That's pretty much what you Spoiler did, Rob. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> it's, I wasn't making a joke. <laughs> so, Sean, why don't you... What is what is your role? We know what Rob's role is. He's the actor. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that walks around, and masturbates. Yeah, that's me. Uh, but what is your like? How does so Dirty Borders is basically you and Tim Wiedelman. Is yep. how you say his name. Yep. And Matt Relstab. Yep. And Charlie Ward. Yeah. The four of you. Yep. Have you done all the Dirty Borders stuff. Yeah, Matt's with kind other of a, people's Matt's help kind of, from yeah. time to time, right? Yeah, Matt's newer. He's in the last year and a half or two years. So break it down for me. Who's doing what? How's this work? It's really loose on whose roles are what. Um, are there like how are you credited? We don't credit. There's anybody. no credit. We just, just credit the team for okay. everything. For and and how was that decision made? And um, I don't I don't know. It just kind of happened that way. We just we've never really tried to stick to any roles per person. We've all been pretty comfortable jumping in and trying to do different things every time. Sometimes uh, Charlie does some directing, or I'll do some directing, and Tim does a little bit of directing. Uh, Tim, for the most part, is like our main shooter. He'll do he does everything for that, and Matt will shoot some. It's it's really really loose. Everybody kind of does a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And what's the benefit of working that way? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, for for us, it's just we all have a little bit of experience doing all of those roles for the most part. Mm-hmm. And um, especially doing 48 hours, it's kind of nice when you get a little tired to be able to switch in and, and do something else for a little while. Yeah. Um, and it's not even a conscious decision while we're shooting. It's sort of like someone might step back and start doing something else for a little while. Back and forth. So... So, why don't you, can you, like, walk us through just, like, the initial stages of, like, because you don't really pre-plan anything. You, this one, to be honest, we did a little bit of, a little bit of it beforehand. Well, what they say you're allowed to do yeah. is you're allowed to figure out who your people, like, who your right. cast is going to be. You're allowed to, like, have locations figured out. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. I mean, you so, can use so pre, for this you can one, use pre-existing music, but the creative yeah. content, the like story, and all the shots like that are in the thing are right. supposed to be new. And for this one, because the genre was our pick, you didn't, they didn't determine genre for this forty-eight hour. Um, we knew we wanted to do a sci-fi film, and we knew we wanted to do something that was like a post-apocalyptic kind of feel, mm-hmm. and we knew we just wanted to mainly use one actor for the movie. Okay. Um, and how did how did you know that stuff? It's just we meet up and drink beers and mm-hmm. talk about random shit we want to do. Okay. Yeah. 
you guys agreed on all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Why did you want to do science fiction post-apocalyptic thing for the eco? <laughs> uh, it's an easy fit, fit. I mean, one of the things that's interesting about 48-hour film project is that it, it forces you to... Um, I think one of the reasons that it is sort of like empowering, like, oh, we can make a movie and we'll get it done, is that they start narrowing things down. Right. Like, if, you, if you're if you just, like, with a bunch of friends and you're like, let's make a movie, well, there it could be about anything. Right. It could be, you know, once they start giving you things like, this is your genre, you have to have this character, then it starts giving you, like, something to focus on yeah. or, like, work around, and it makes you do things you wouldn't necessarily do a lot of times, mm-hmm. at least in my experience, that was what was cool about it um so you know when you knew you were going to do this eco thing or green thing yeah what was that was like just everyone's immediate reaction or there was a lot of like pretty much i mean we'd already been sort of thinking about doing something like that for a little while anyway Mm -hmm. um and the other thing was is if you looked at the um the uh, environmental messages that you had to fit in they were pretty loose, and we kind of figured we could fit almost any of those into whatever structure. What do you mean, environmental messages? So each one had to have a different, like, save the water, save the planet, mm-hmm. save the next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was pretty, you know, we we knew we could fit one of those into something if we had to. Mm-hmm. And, and originally, also, we had even talked about driving to Detroit to film this. Mm. Uh, which so you wouldn't have to do any cg yeah, yeah. we were like well we just go where it's already awesome and destroyed mm-hmm. um but just the logistics do you think destroyed out. things are more awesome they're, they're pretty they're pretty it's a general rule you could have rob- rob- what about what is what about destruction do you think is pretty why is destruction pretty yeah i don't know it just looks cool rubble Rubble. Just put a bunch of rubble in something that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you also are an artist. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, well, <laughs> I just did try to stop me. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the difference between filming rubble and drawing rubble? Uh, drawing rubble actually is kind of, uh, you kind of get a little zen when you're drawing rubble. Really? Yeah, because you can kind of noodle that stuff, and you can kind of just add in random little details, and it gets kind of cool. Yeah, zen noodling. Yeah, zen, zen noodling. Doodling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's all get on that subject. That's okay. I was just fishing a little. Okay. Just fishing a little. Because I, you know, I think about, um, whenever I see pictures of, like, like, in a comic or something, like a scene with rubble, or, like, a crowd of people... Crowd people, it's, it's that's awful. Nightmare. It's the worst thing to draw ever. Yeah, or even just like sometimes people will draw like a tree with a bunch of leaves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I can never. Yeah, I don't have the patience for even that. When I was in you know, drawing in art school or whatever, I never was like I'm gonna draw that tree. It's yeah. Like maybe I'll draw that rock, that one big rock. Just it's like <laughs> it's usually a small grouping of like three rocks. Yeah. Like those those look good together. Yeah. My tree was just like an outline of a tree. I never had individual leaves. That's why you draw a dead tree. Dead, dead trees, trees are cool. Dead yeah. trees are cool. The, so it's back with the destruction. Mm-hmm. I do have problem though with like branches mm-hmm. in my head. They just don't. It might, they don't 
work out the way I actually think they look. Really? Like when I start drawing a tree, like the branches come off, and I'm like, oh, that looks right. And then you look at a real tree, and it's like, that's not right. So you don't look at a real tree when you draw? No. I don't need to do that. Do you look, you don't look at, (laughs) (laughs) you don't, so, no, I, yeah. You don't look at real reference when you draw? Uh, In general? I'm reference crazy. You are reference crazy. Yeah. Okay. Even though I'm pretty cartoony, I still look at a lot of stuff before I start any drawing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So when people ask your style, you say, reference crazy, cartoony. Yeah. (laughs) Slash. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so um, back to the the forty eight thing. So you kind of like thought this is what we're gonna do with this theme. Mm-hmm. These are some things we're interested to do. What else did you do ahead of time? That was about it. Just had talked about it. Yeah. Okay. We looked around for some like costume stuff, just so we had some ideas where we could grab stuff. Since you knew you were doing sci fi ish yeah. kind of thing, and you knew you were gonna work with Rob. Yeah. Okay, and then how did was this uh, email your like you got emailed your assignment basically yeah, at the beginning yeah. of the 48 hour like period seven o'clock on Friday. They emailed us everything. Okay. And was, I would think that because they're all eco themed, there wouldn't be as many like big surprise kind of thing as normal. Cause normally you get like, you could get any genre from like action to, um, I don't know, musical or right. Femme I mean, they gave us all the eco challenges and they're, they're all like, it's very, all kind of like very different. Like, you know, They're almost all the same, essentially. Okay. So so then give us a breakdown of what your schedule was like over that 48-hour period. Uh, Friday night, we... It was a lot Try of Try to just, make it real interesting, too. Okay, yeah. Friday night, we <laughs> got together. And, uh, no, we just did a lot of running around. And, like, uh, uh, we set it up. We set up at my uh, studio space, my, mm-hmm. like, uh, workspace. And, um, you know, just... Got all our computer shit ready and worked on an outline for the film. Okay, so you start with an outline. Yep. And that's it. And then did you start filming that night or the next day? Next day. Next day. Um, next Early day morning? We started at 6 in the morning, um, yeah. which was a really early start for us, way earlier than normal. Because you got the, the shots that you got, they do have like a sense of. Uh, time kind of like they seem like early morning or yeah you know we, it's we, like dusk or dawn like we really feeling. wanted a um sun the sun coming up mm-hmm. so our goal was to get down there by six thirty. i think was the sun up for that day and uh we just didn't even think about it but the sun is actually up a lot longer before that Ooh. um so How did you not know that? You don't normally get up that early, I just Sean? don't ever go down to see the sun coming up that often. Mm, okay. But, uh, yeah, we got down there, and we didn't have Rob yet. Um, so we used uh, Matt as body double for all the first beach stuff. Oh, I thought that stuff was really good. Thanks. We like were sharp. Physically. <laughs> so, yeah, we had him for a while, and then we... Ran downtown, and we started doing a bunch of downtown stuff to try to get as much before... Without people. There's a lot of people down there. So the sh- Surprisingly, there's a good amount of people down there, actually. <laughs> At the 7 a.m.? Yeah. On a Saturday? <laughs> yeah, there was a good amount of, like... Well, Chicago's traffic. sort of known as being a thriving city. <laughs> so we kind of just wandered around downtown until, I think, Rob was available at, like, 9 or 10. It was, like, 9-ish. Yeah, nine or he met us downtown, and then we started doing shots with him in the costume. Mm-hmm. So then, the shot, so he's wandering around and in the, the film, 
it's like empty. There's not a single person. So was that stuff that was that just carefully shot, or did you do like post production stuff? To it's get a mixture. We we timed a lot of stuff out so that there wouldn't be anybody in the shot. But there's, mm-hmm. you know, like three blocks away, you can't really control any traffic mm-hmm. going by. Right. So some of that stuff we just we would build in rubble to cover yeah. over where cars would be, or like uh, where did the rubble images come from? Online. I just went online. And Mm-hmm. Do that you want to tell stuff. them where you got some of the images from? Uh, too too soon. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we just started building stuff that uh-huh. way. So and so, did you like split up in team? Like, were was somebody nope. working on CG stuff while you guys were shooting or anything? Nope. It was just everybody. Just everybody out. was there that whole day. And how do you? How do you even? Uh, did you have a script for like the lines that? No. Nope. No. He's no, made it up. Those pauses are me thinking of what to say next. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally. We, for it the somehow most part. has a rhythm. I don't know. So, Rob, you, um, you've been in a number of the Dirty Borders films. Mm-hmm. And I've worked with you yep. quite a few times. Mm-hmm. So I know what a joy that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, now, you, you can call, I'm not an asshole when we're shooting stuff. No, you're great. You're, uh, outside, I can be an asshole, not while we're shooting stuff. You do... You do uh, You've always done a good job, a good job for me, like, I think. Um, but you usually you do a very comedic performance, mm. particularly in the videos I've done with you. It's always been very like comedy based. This is a little more uh, more straightforward. Dramatic. Dramatic. I was looking for the how you say dramatic. Yes, the word dram- <laughs> drum, yeah, dramatic, 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 or traumatic. Tra- well, depending on dramatic, what it's about. Mm. So, how? I mean, did you know? Did you guys like have a sense going in? Like, we're making a serious thing. Is that like, yeah, some, yeah. one of the things you wanted to I, do? That was kind of one of the main things. Is like because a lot of times of these the forty-eight time, hour films are very funny. Like, yeah. people tr- trend towards comedy. Like, the only way to win normally is to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think because this was an internet challenge, I don't think we had that same pressure sort of to try to like add a bunch of comedic elements because we knew we weren't going to be screening this in front of people. Yeah. Um, And we kind of just, we'd never really, we haven't done too much non comedy based films. It's a lot harder to make a dramatic short film, I think than a comedic short film because Uh, I don't know about that. Well, not to downplay how hard it is to make comedy, but I'm meaning that, you don't have uh, as much time to like get to know the characters, or, right? There's not as much stuff. time to do that sort of thing, and also, it seems like people are more forgiving technically for comedy. In that, if it's funny, they don't care. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing for drama. That if it's really like Dramatic. effective, that yeah, people. So maybe I mean maybe I'm just way off base. I just know that a lot of times. I mean, I've seen hundreds of these 48-hour films, and. A lot of times, the dramatic ones, like, Sometimes they just they don't come work. Kind of silly. Yeah, like they don't work. Whereas, like yeah. the comedic ones, they might not be totally funny, but the, you usually buy into them. Like a lot of times, the dramas, you're like, this just seems like some guys trying to be dramatic, and like, yeah. they, like the acting There's is a lot like, of comedy films like that too. I've seen plenty where it's like this is not funny, and they were totally intending it for for it to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just that more people aren't tackling the drama genre but it's well uh, to a certain extent it's not as fun to shoot 
I mean, like, if you have a huge cast of people and you guys just stick around the entire time because you're shooting a comedy, well, then that's fun. If you're doing drama, you know, it's that's not a as serious much sticking day. around, yeah. So, how did you feel about doing a, a dramatic performance? I thought it was cool. That's kind of one of the main things we've been like, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying that that wasn't fun because it was fun. And whenever you shoot anything, it's always fun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, but yeah, and plus, I mean, like, there's only me there. <laughs> I think it's cool too because um, I feel like we, Rob, the, a lot of the films Rob does for us, he doesn't necessarily get to do funny stuff all the time. Mm. So I think it's probably pretty good for you in some senses. Like you get to try to do some other stuff that you don't normally. I do. I do whatever, man. Yeah. Let's let's talk about a couple of the other shorts. There's four of them that I can remember <laughs> that with a little. When I looked at the list of films, I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely remember these. So I'm going to say the title, and then you just give, like, a two-sentence description of what okay. it was about. Uh, rough Method. Uh, a ninja loses his job and then looks for another job. Okay. Obviously drama. Uh, <laughs> take the money and run. Uh, a uh, ragtag group of thieves rob a bank and things go wrong. Interesting. A twist on the genre. <laughs> uh, modern fables. Um, three short uh, character pieces about people with problems. <laughs> <laughs> that are that are parables. And uh, Brian Applegate is in that one. Yep, who was on the last episode of the podcast. Yep. and uh, and that one, Best of Chicago. What year was that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, two thousand eight, I think, probably. Okay. Yeah. And then four hundred one kill kill kill, which featured a, Rob. Yeah. Mm. A uh, office worker is paranoid that his coworkers are trying to kill him. Would you agree with that assessment, Rob? Yes, I would. Have you so have you done any other Dirty Borders films besides this one and the four hundred one? Run and run and run. Yeah. Okay. And what what's that one? Because I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, wait. Run? Take the money and run. Oh, okay. Run is the one that's the thief one. That goes oh. wrong, yeah. Run. Take the money and run is the one with Emmy. Yeah, that's the one where Brian Applegate. <laughs> Applegate's not. That's and uh, they they just beat up a girl. It's awful. And has that got the dog perspective? Thing? <laughs> yeah. That's... Okay, because I, when I was talking to Brian, he felt like that one had never been finished. I was like, no, I think I've seen it. No, I've seen it. there's like, only one that we never finished. That okay. Actually, Rob and Brian are both in. Oh, my God. Rob, you're also, you were doing all the not from Baltimore stuff mm-hmm. with Brian. Yes. So we talked about talked about some of that. Mm-hmm. And Brian was on here. Did you hear that at all? A little bit. Yeah. Did you, well, that's right. You said you did hear someone. Did you hear when we were talking about you? Uh, Sure. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> Can I, go I was now? wondering if you listened. <laughs> I guess I'm just, you know, like, part of what I'm interested in is that you guys do lots of other stuff besides film, and then it's kind of like these contests come up and you do the film stuff. Yeah. And you might be working on other, like, film stuff in between, too, but it's like a, I don't know, it's just kind of an interesting thing to think about in comparison to the other stuff that you're doing so like rob you done tons of sketch stuff mm-hmm. with uh with one two three mm-hmm. was a group and then not from baltimore mm-hmm. i've seen you dabble in stand up mm-hmm. 
Um, and then also all the, the, the film stuff you and dance and dance, not dance. really intentionally, I but yeah, about the dance, what dance stuff with Carissa. Oh, is that the matter dance yeah. thing? Carissa, who is in Cupid players, Cupid players and yeah. isn't she doing off, off Broadway, off, off Broadway. Yes. Yes. And, um, and then Sean, what do you, what do you do? Why don't you explain to people? We talked about you doing comics, kind of. I guess we alluded um, to that, but... Like, what do I do yeah. daily? Just, what do you do? What are you going to do when um, you get home tonight? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to a birthday party after this. A oh, birthday party. Get excited, guys. Yeah. Um, With normally, one of your fellow four-star yeah, people. Yeah, so we'll tell people what four-star is. Uh, four-star studios. Oh, you guys, it's like pulling teeth over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, myself... Uh, Mike Norton, Tim Seeley, and Josh Emmons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, we were looking for... Who are those people? Those are dudes. Um, <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike Norton's a com- he's yeah, an artist. He, comic he artist. draws for... He does a lot of DC. Is he yep. DC exclusive? Nope. No? Not anymore. Okay. What are some books he does? He does... Uh, he did Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young Justice um, is his current book he's doing over there. Um and he's got a, a web comic he's doing called he does, Battle Pug. Yep, Battle Pug, which is pretty sweet. Battlepug.com. That is, yeah. That's about his dog? It's about a barbarian. And it's a, a barbarian so pug the guy dog. that has the pug? Yeah, he's got two pugs. Two pugs. And then, and then Tim Seeley is a uh, creator of Hack Slash. Yep, and mm. he draws a lot of stuff for Marvel right now. Uh, um, and then Josh Emmons is like a, he's like a programmer. Um, he does like a lot of like app kind of stuff yeah. but he also is a writer and he does a comic called Virum Corpus yes. which is like a online comic Virum Corpus okay yeah. and so you guys share a studio space together it's called Four Stars for yep. you Chicago's yeah. got the four star thing going on mm, so I guess that makes sense weird so what's that like it's do you, great do you go in like a daily job do you have like a yeah. regular job or you just do freelance I stuff? just do freelance yeah um, is that what your studio thing is called mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's an awesome studio have you been, you've been yeah there, I've right? been yeah. it's yeah. fucking sweet uh, Kendall worked out of there for a day and a half yeah. and then left his table and never came prompt. back. Well, I thought you guys needed a, a table there. <laughs> w- look around my apartment and tell me where I would put that I table. Think it could be right next to me, right here. Next. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's great. Um, we really, we all work together in different ways. We're all Devil's Due people at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, Devil's Due Publishing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it, we at one point all just ended up being sort of freelance and it was a good excuse to get a space together. And, uh, I was getting sick of working from home and it was, it was very needed. So do you keep like regular office hours? Yeah, I do pretty much nine to five or 10 till six or something like yeah. that. And does everybody kind of do that there? Yep. For the most part. So you got like a little, do you find that working at home, you don't get as much work done? Yeah, no, you kind of forget how to socialize. Oh. That's the main problem. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. And, like, I need to, every, like, half hour or so, I have this tendency, I have to stand up and kind of look at what other people are doing. Um, to steal ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just get, I, I get antsy sitting there all day, and I just need to, like, be able to be around people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of your stuff is kind of tedious, though, isn't it? Some of it? A lot of rubble. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, doing, I mean, sitting in front of a computer yeah, all day. Yeah, just being in front of a computer all day. Yeah. It just, yeah, it drives me crazy. No, tell me about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do a lot of design stuff, um, like packaging and stuff like that, is mm-hmm. my main kind of bread and butter. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. then what kind of comic stuff are you doing? Not very much. I mean, I know recently you had a show with some like screen prints and things like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of mainly what I've been trying to get into is just one off image stuff that I can screen print. Mm-hmm. Did you um, have a show? Did I know that? <laughs> It sounds familiar because like I two feel months like ago? I feel like I wanted to go to that, but mm. then I forgot about it or something. Thanks, Rob. You're a good friend. Yeah. Well, you know what? You should re- you should remind me of these things. Yeah, okay. I was gonna. I would have. I, to- I actually would have totally gone, and I might have. I might have bought something oh, too. Ooh. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Big words. I, I couldn't go either. <laughs> I had something. It was during Sketchfest, wasn't it? No. Something like that. It was before Sketchfest. Well, I was out of town. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. No, I I really like doing that stuff, and I really like screen printing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, I'd I'd love to try to get into like uh, gig posters and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but what about like sequential art things? I really I know you love, did some you did a, a yeah, story like, in the trailer the hack slash yeah, trailer. I've done thing. a couple hack slash things and I did a thing for GI Joe and um, kind of like my own stuff here and there. But mm. I just I don't have the uh, patience to really do comics. No. I don't. I'm really like to do a monthly comic is just I would never be able to keep up. I'm so slow as an artist. Yeah, I'm so slow and I'm super anal about what I'm doing. And so doing like a poster, like a pinup type thing, that's 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 more yeah your alley because you can like really yeah I can think about it and like do a lot of roughs. Like my stages of drawing are like three or four steps usually. So but do you just takes forever. Did you get into doing comic art because you really liked drawing or because you really loved comics or because you wanted to tell stories? Or I'm sure it was maybe a combination of those things, but... It's a mixture, I think. I mean, I got in probably because I really loved comics. Mm-hmm. Um started reading them really early. and Like um, three? Yeah, yeah. No, like... Because um, that'd be very early. <laughs> but, no, my uh, library at elementary school actually uh, a comic store came in to the uh, library at my elementary school and like did a presentation on comics Hmm. and that's kind of cool you gotta get them when they're young yeah they actually signed you up for a dropbox at their store like (laughs) it was totally a scam in a lot of ways but uh you know and i was a little i was interested before that too but that kind of really got me into it um and i always just really liked i I really liked drawing so being around guys like Seely and Norton, I mean, they're like professional, like yeah. the real deal guys. Yeah. Does that help you kind of figure out that what they're doing isn't what you wanted to do? Um, or did you know before that? Kind of a mixture. I, I kind of knew in college that I wasn't going to be able to probably do comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a couple small comics in college that are not very good. <laughs> and, um, they just took me so long to do and the results were so poor that I kind of, I kind of knew from there that comics weren't necessarily like my best route, um, to be able to tell stories or with images, you know, has it, let me ask you something. Has it ever happened where someone had sort of has their own comic and then someone who has their own comic, uh, and then like, they're not able to keep up. Are you asking me? I'm asking anyone because it seems. Well, I mean, there's I know the I know oh, the schedule and like, and like stuff doesn't come out. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Self, especially all like self-published. All stuff, comics. Right? Yeah. Oh really? Because I know like the, I know things, the schedule for that stuff is like yeah. insane. Unless Mike Norton or Tim are drawing it, it's probably going to be late. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's I mean that seriously is like one of the hugest challenges, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially because there's multiple people involved, you know, so yeah. like, if 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 one person on the chain is slow or behind, like if then you can't ru- do a page a day, you're probably not going to make it. Is um let me is there this is a weird question. I don't know shit about comics. I'm just going to preface that. Uh is there like a season for comics or if like you do you have or is it just like i have to do a comic every month for the rest of my life yeah that's it i mean oh, it kind really? of but it kind of depends i mean some titles are like ongoing series yeah. and then other things come out like a six issue mini series oh, or okay. yeah. four issue mini series sure. or people uh just do it as a graphic novel from the get-go mm. you know or something you know there's lots there's every different way you could think to approach it and mm. i guess a lot, like like with the battle pug thing it seems like like that's a weekly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one page mm-hmm. worth of comic yeah. a week, and then I would imagine maybe later on that yeah, might probably be collected if it's collect it popular. Or not. You know what I mean? So like every kind of way you can imagine, mm. it happens. Yeah, constantly. Like imagine, constantly just imagine, do it. just come up with a, a schedule. Yep, that probably works. That's yeah. Someone's doing that. Mm. Cool. Now, when you were doing stand up, yeah. Rob, how like how seriously did you get about that? And the reason the reason this is an appropriate transition Comic is because there's it's the same thing. Well, it's of. the same thing. It's like, you know, you're consist you have to constantly come up with new material, right? Yeah. It's pretty difficult. How much how much material did you ever did you have like a twenty minute set at some, at a certain point or no, forty five minute? Like I never did you get that far that, into no, it? No, I never got that far into it. It takes a long time. Like when I when I first started when I was is when I was the most into it, and even then, and I did it for about six months, and I didn't even have a solid five. Really? But of course, that's the beginning. Yeah. I mean, like from the from the past because I first started doing it in two thousand six, and I did a little bit in two thousand seven, a little bit in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Dabbled, blah, dabbled a lot of dabbling. Um, so after all of that, I might have a solid five. Mm-hmm. Right now. Okay, go. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yeah. But the thing is, is that uh, it takes so long to develop any kind of material. It takes mm-hmm. ridiculous amounts of time. I mean, like, I thought I would have 45 minutes after a year. There's no fucking way. There's comics, there's comics in New York that say if you can get 10 minutes in a year, you're good. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Just because, because so- well, I think, like, I was having a conversation recently about that. And about like, like seeing someone do material um, that you know is like a year old and that kind of thing. And I was trying to like defend why that happens. Why doing material that's a year old? Yeah, because it takes so long to develop new material. That that if you have like a solid hour, well, I mean, like if you're not like George Carlin or like fucking um, Louis C.K. I mean, if you're like starting out within your like your first five years, it'd probably taken you like maybe three or four of those years to develop that hour. Right, but I guess like people have a people from the outside. I think it's a hard thing to get your head around that like, well, if you're funny and you can write a joke, then why can't you just write more jokes? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I guess what I'm getting at here is you're both doing stuff that like, you know, like with the stand up or with like drawing a comic book. Um, they're mysterious to people. Like it's conf- like to someone who doesn't do that, it's hard to even think how you do it at all. Well, you well, you gotta keep in mind that like, um, 
like say a comedian goes out on tour and he does like 30, 40, 50 cities, you know, any sort of standard like stand-up comedian tour. If you added all the hours he had up on stage, mm-hmm. multiply that by like 10 or 20, and that's how much time he spent like developing that material. Where where are you getting these numbers? Where's Just, I mean, like, <laughs> all I'm saying is that like it took a lot, a really yeah. long time to develop that stuff. So it takes it takes a long time to develop a bit or even like yeah. a single joke. Okay, so it's a time it's a time issue yeah. of just the time it takes. And it was the same with you in a way, Sean, right? Sure. Like it's a time issue of like how much patience you had for for doing that and whether you want to put that time into it versus put your energy somewhere else. Sure. Yeah. And so like Rob, you are not doing stand trying to do stand up anymore? No, fuck it. <laughs> you like gave up on that. No, I don't I like I like writing, and I sort of—I guess I like performing the jokes on stage, but I almost don't like anything else that goes along with it. Okay, so what I'm interested in here is that both of you were trying to do something that you really thought you wanted to do, or like had a real strong interest in, and then at a certain point decided, you know what, this isn't what I thought it was, or like maybe this just isn't the thing for me. Um. So that sounds kind of depressing, but I want to hear like the positive spin on that from both of you. Uh, I mean, for me, I, I still want to do comics to an extent. Um, I just know that a month to month would never happen for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think at some point there's a comic in me. I just don't know when it's going to happen. Um, and I'm just an awful procrastinator. I just... I'll put off doing anything I actually want to do forever. <laughs> why? Um, well, why do you think that is? I don't know. I just, I like, I like, um, I, I like a deadline and I need that deadline to like power me through. When you, do you, let me ask you something. Do you almost feel like this may be like a sort of, I don't know, maybe like a newbie question, but sometimes I think I'll have sort of like this great idea and I won't get a chance to write it down or do mm-hmm. something with it. And so it sits for a, like a yeah. long time. It's like, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. But then it's almost built up so much in your head <laughs> like, that like when you go never to do it, yeah, it'll never live up. When you do do it, it'll never live, live up to what's Maybe a little head. bit, um, but I kind of do, I kind of have to percolate ideas through, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, no, I do I mean, too. like I have two comics that I've probably been working on for five years and there's no actual pages. I mean, it's just, or script. I mean, it's just notes and ideas and, you know, and I have like a feature that I have about the same, same, you know, about the same distance in two. Um, so yeah, I don't know. When you do do things, Mm -hmm. you get positive response, right? I mean, yeah, I think so. Like, it's encouraging. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's I, I, there's enough love in the community that I, I feel like I do okay. I just... I guess yeah. what I'm getting at is, like, it's not like you, like, gave up. No. You just decided, you know what, I thought maybe I wanted to do this thing, but really, I don't want to do that. Maybe I want to be doing more like this. Sure, yeah. Um. Yeah, that sounds right. What about you, Rob? Like, what about me? Well, because, I mean, you. The, the whole time that I've known you, which is probably going on like five or six years, something like that. Yeah, since two thousand six, five or five, which yeah, is five all somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, you've been extremely active 
in the comedy scene here. I, don't, in I wouldn't Chicago. put a, I wouldn't I wouldn't put the word extremely in there. No, no. I just I would just say active. You've been okay. Well, you've been active. It's yeah. been like a part of your life. Yes. Like consistently. More or less consistently. Okay. And so, um, <laughs> did you have a question? Or is that it? Well, what are you doing yes. now? Like I, because I know, like, it seems like you're not working on as much stuff right now. I got some stuff that's brewing. Mm-hmm. With uh, do you know Adam Yencho? Yeah, yeah. With him and one, he had an idea to form his to take what's left of his sketch group and then combine it with one, two, what three. What was his? Uh, Dolphins of Damnation. Yeah. Okay. I saw. Is, I saw uh, them a couple times. Like one of the, like Ted, who's in the group now, lives in L.A. and they sort of. Stopped doing shows a few years ago, um, but he had an idea to combine the two groups, us and one, two, three, mm-hmm. and do a show together. So it looks like we might be doing that in the summer or something. Like a group, yeah, as a different group, basically. Yeah, we'd be called uh, one, two, many dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Yencho was in uh, all two of us. He was with yes, he one, was. two, three. Mm-hmm. So it's in a way, it's already been done. He was also in one of my shorts. <laughs> really? Yeah. What short was he in with Dirty Boys? Was it? I think it's someone else now. Time Chicago's after time. Just one time big time. happy community. Time after time. Yeah. He was in that. Which time? Which one is We time? hit him with a car. Hmm. I, don't hmm. remember, I don't remember that. You, remember. you hooked me up with him. Did I? Yeah. A while back. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was actually in it then. When yeah. I when I worked with him, I thought he did a great job. Yeah, he was awesome. I thought he really added a lot to... Uh, He's a nice guy. He's to cool. his like 40 seconds of... Screen time, mm. and he has one. He has a joke at the end that I think is really funny, and no one has ever laughed at in the million of times I've ever seen. Oh, a screen wait, you mean when he comes in at the restaurant? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like when we were filming it, you were fight. You didn't like that, did I, you? Are I you against that? I don't remember to be honest. I may have fought it. I don't know, but I do. I do. I did get the joke. I do get it. <laughs> I've and never does, once seen anyone react to it in any way. No, I think it, it comes out of nowhere, and for some, like, yeah, for some weird reason, it doesn't work. I, I mean, like, I get it, and I like it, but, like, the audience, for some reason, the audience just doesn't get it. I don't know. Okay. Is it, like, a joke too close before it or anything like that? Or? No, it's a callback to, like, an uh, earlier thing, but it's completely random. Yeah, it's... So... Well, it's not like Maybe it's else just not fun. I don't know. That, the whole thing for the people listening random. who haven't seen it this is probably a really interesting conversation but uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, all two of us I, check it out I have a quick question yeah so there's a painting behind you yes and there's like a building mm-hmm. is it house? ripping out of a plastic bag or is that slime no, no it's it? like smoke or something uh, I thought it was ripping out of a plastic bag did you make that art? I did not do the painting no I like it but I was just curious or is your lady painting the one that oh, you the lady, that one's in storage right no, now. That's you should paint that one up. Uh, yeah, I'll, there's not a lot of wall space right Let's now. Let's talk about your paintings in here. Okay, mm-hmm. on this podcast, you could put it where the mirror is. I like the mirror though. I thought this kitchen, like, Needed because there's mirrors. no window, like in this little nook, it seemed kind of dark to me. And I thought having the mirror there would like open it up and make it feel like bigger. Does it? Does it do that for you? Uh, like, like a little. <laughs> <laughs> So you, so Rob, you said so you're working. You're like still doing sketch stuff. You got like sure. things in the works. Yeah, stuff's kind of in the works. Yeah. Yeah. What else are you doing? Graphic crap. You're kind of teaching yourself 3D stuff. Graphic. Well, I eventually I wanted uh, get a job doing motion graphic design, which mm-hmm. has nothing to do with comedy. 
but it is art still. You seem to me like someone who's really into like the theory of comedy and like does that is that right? Like comedy theory or like uh studying comedy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I haven't had any classes in comedy theory. I don't know exactly what you mean. It just seems like it seems I just get the impression that in a, in a way you're like a, a think like you think a lot about it. Like think about like you're like real in your head about it maybe. I'm in my head about everything. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I can't cuz I can't get out of it. Oh. Do you have a specific question? <laughs> I guess just what's your in like why what attracts you to it like why are you to comedy yeah it, it's just the whole performance thing and plus when you get laughs on stage it's awesome mm-hmm. you get like the whole pr- approval thing anybody that does comedy is kind of fucked up so anybody that's even just a performer in general is kind of fucked up and it's yeah. all about you know like look at me I need your approval like well I mean daddy didn't love me when I was younger uh-huh. some shit. is that are you doing your act right now yeah that was that was my <laughs> five minutes was that cool did you guys think it was funny they need some work, right? Need some work. Well, <laughs> you know, there's that ten thousand hour rule. Yeah, I still got about nine thousand to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how is doing the film stuff different than doing it on stage for you? Because uh, you're not getting a laugh. Well, see, the that, that was the, when I when I first started doing that, that was really hard because you. You think you might deliver something funny, and you're just like waiting for that laugh, but then it doesn't come. So you really have no idea if it's what you did was actually funny or not. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of trust your instincts. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different. Did, Plus, it's not nearly as nerve wracking either. To do on to camera do, isn't yeah. as nerve wracking. No, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of guys dicking around. So a bunch of guys. It is for me. And if I you, just and look if at you, Rob, and I'm like nail biting the whole time. <laughs> I, when I'm on camera, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just wow. like, what's, what's he gonna do next? Uh, so yeah. unpredictable. <laughs> Did um, so like when you were doing films and I was directing you? Mm. Did you feel like, like, how did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did I let you? Did I do a good job of letting you know when you were funny? Uh, or is that something <laughs> you were looking for from the director, like? How, like, are you looking... Because you're talking about, like, when you're are on you stage... Ask, are you asking me how to direct? <laughs> no, I'm asking you <laughs> what your experience was as far as, like, do you... When you've acted, are you looking for that sort of uh, acknowledgement from the director or something, since there's not the audience there, like, vocally giving it to you? Are you, are you talking about the difference between, like, stage and... Like camera work? Or are you talking about like a director, like in rehearsals for? I'm talking about like stage versus camera work. Stage versus camera. Well, well I guess you kind of want that to a to a certain uh, to a certain extent. The I don't know. I don't know how to answer this question. All right, we'll just stew on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I know what I know what's in my head, but I uh, yeah. What kind of direction did Dirty Borders give you? On this trajectory film, probably very little. Walk around a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was a lot of walking around. Did the and scenes... I kind of I kind of knew what you guys were looking for anyway. Cause yeah, it's just. I mean, it was pretty straightforward. I knew yeah. what you guys were shooting for. The scenes where you had dialogue. There's only there are very few. Yeah. Do. Was it hard for you to. Like know, 
where to attack it from? Did you try it from different angles or was it kind of like you just had a feeling of this is the mood they're going for? This is the tone. We kinda, you know, did you we, do like alternate takes? It felt differently or was it kind of like you just we do a, a mixture. Sometimes there's like a couple takes yeah. of different types, but most of the time it's just like, I, yeah, I, like I said, I just knew what they were. I mean, like I knew what they were shooting for, so it wasn't like a big deal. Surprisingly, the it somehow for works because they're I've, a lot of those pauses. Like I said, I was trying to think of shit to say, mm-hmm. which but, is what people do when they're, you know, when they're stranded and, they're, and when the <laughs> they're talking population's their dead. Watch, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of that. Did you create a backstory for yourself? No, of <laughs> I didn't. Did you ever have you ever? done that sort yes, of thing I have. in the past and did yes. you find it helpful uh yes yes and yes why didn't you do it this time uh because i got all this information <laughs> about five minutes before shooting yeah mm. go yeah yeah which is pretty much how all the 48 hour stuff goes yeah did you find you have you taken improv training yes where at io oh why'd you pick io because it was closest to where i lived at the time <laughs> all right did you enjoy the training i did had you did you take the training after you'd already been performing? Yes. So it was kind of like a, well, let's see what I'm supposed to be doing kind of thing. Well, I hadn't been doing improv. I've been mm-hmm. I've been I'd done a lot of stage stuff. Right. Do you have any other question? I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Are you making eyes at me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have eyes. Yeah. What do you think about improv? You like that? Uh, do I like performing or do I like watching it? Why don't you answer both? Uh, I like watching it if it's good. If you go to <laughs> I.O., uh, then it's almost always good. Especially if you go on Wednesday nights when it's free. Uh, mm. Solid, solid nights because it's a packed house and all the groups that go up are awesome. I used to go all the time. I haven't been in a long time, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I like performing it. Uh, I guess if... If I'm good, but it's such it's so random. I mean, sometimes I'm good and sometimes I'm not. But that's but I haven't done it like in a long time. And that's not really something you're pursuing. No, no. There's there's four thousand improvisers. I don't know. There's four thousand improvisers in the city, and they don't need another one. So <laughs> I mean, that's a very defeatist kind of attitude, though. Well, yeah. I mean, there's somebody's got to be the guy doing it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be. But me, it's though. not you. No. Because 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 I'm not the funniest one in the room. And I'm also not the most manipulative either. Manipulative? Yeah. yeah. Well, tell me about that. Well, I've heard that when you get to the, you know, like Turco of Second City or like uh, ETC and stuff, it starts to get kind of gamey. As far as like vying for position and yeah. that sort of thing? Yeah, and you yeah. don't want to play the game? Nope. Hmm. <laughs> see. Is there anything else? So when you're wandering around downtown, or the loop, I guess they call it here. In any of the takes, do you ever kind of like walk funny? (laughs) Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, Yeah. totally. But they didn't use those? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much. Okay. Let's talk about the story in this film. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you decide? How did you decide, particularly on this one? 
How much of a story you need for a five to seven minute long short film? Because um, I would imagine your outline for this short was very short. It's it, a short outline. It was relatively short. I mean, we had a lot of key little like like visuals. Well, this like the actual whole outline was built in by location. So it'd be like loop. We need this, 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 and this. Mm. Or it's like tank location. We should get this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. Um, and there's know, an army, there's a tank in one scene. There's a tank. In Spoiler one scene. alert. But um, you know, like narrative wise, it was pretty loose. And I mean, there's stuff that you guys just, we had, just like, didn't really ma- catch when we were making it too. Like, what do you mean? Like um, the only thing I would change is I wish that. I'd been paying a little more attention to when Rob was giving dates because it all takes place in one day. Mm. Yeah. That's what I which thought, is, which is, that's what I kind of what I thought we were doing, but like, and I, I think that's kind of what we had thought too, when we were making it, the but, whole thing but, takes place in one day. Yeah. But like, I think in retrospect, it would make it would way be more sense and better if every time we chimed in, it was a different date um. and it would have like made it feel bigger than it really is. Well, I will say my one criticism of yeah. the short because that's why I brought you here yeah, to tell you what's this. wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me the action that the character, um, yeah, it seems uh, kind of irrational. Well, it just seems sort of like he's jumping the gun a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And I think by adding those dates to it, it would have given it a little more mm-hmm. possibility to what he ends up doing. Also, you know what would have been nice? Uh, some corpses actually. Yeah. Uh, that's that didn't you know that adds a whole different kind of vague, like yeah but it also gives it some weight too I mean like I mean it's even kind of weirder like in a way you know what do you mean just so that there's nobody there I, I, yeah I always went both ways on it like we talked about doing a shot with like you know hundreds of people piled up dead oh yeah and we we were trying to figure out how we would do that with, well, like, well you get a bunch of people <laughs> <laughs> well we were gonna do like three or four people and then build uh, them together into a mass of bodies a person rubble yeah. pile but um it, like we talked about a million different little options for this thing but um now also yeah. to be incredibly vague yeah so as not to spoil sure. so we've already given away most of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> is there a little thing at the end or am I just seeing a thing there's a little thing at the end. Okay, though that was intentional? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about... So you did you guys intentionally... Did you did you guys intentionally leave out sort of like any sort of bodies because you wanted to be sort of more eerie with there just being nobody, period? Yeah, was that, that is, like a decision or was it more like... It was a mixture. It just I mean, sort of happened. It was two things. I think one, we only had you. Yeah. And so our options were really limited. There's nobody there. Yeah. <laughs> what about a pile of dead robs? We could have done that. Oh, that would have been weird. Actually, that was one thing that did come up at one point. But mm. yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, our shorts for the most part are really, really loose structure-wise when we're making them. Have um, you do? Do you typically do much improvisation with the dialogue and stuff? Oh, it's all improv. All of it. Every once in a while, we like feed like feed lines, but I feel like most of the time when we do feed a lot of stuff, it kind of jams up some of the process that the actors are doing. So, um, let's talk about four hundred one kill 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 because mm-hmm. that one also stars Rob. What was that made for? A, one of the challenges. Yeah. Which one was that? That was made just for? regular forty eight hour. Regular forty hour. Yeah. Um, 
can you give a brief description of what that one's about? Well, you did before. You said uh, yeah. Rob works in the office and he thinks people are trying to did kill him. Did that one Best Style or something like that? That one won its audience award for that screening. Mm-hmm. And it uh, was up for Best Graphics. Mm-hmm. And uh, something else maybe. I can't remember what it was. The words don't matter. <laughs> I thought we should have been up for Best Special <laughs> Effects on that one, but... They were too subtle, and nobody knew that there were special effects in it. But yeah. whatever. Which part had special effects? When we dropped that uh, oh, monitor. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I, people awesome. think it's real. So it, no, they don't it's think they were aware. It's dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous yeah. if it was real. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I almost died. Yeah. yeah. We, had to do, we had to reshoot it a couple times. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that one's basically we had an office space and mm-hmm. a bunch of people. But there's a lot more. Like, that's a dialogue. There's a lot of dialogue in there. Yeah. Yeah, um, like how do we get to that? Yeah, like so. I'm curious about the improv part mm-hmm. about like how you handle improving dialogue. Um, usually, kind of what we have is we have the basic outline for the whole thing, and then before a scene, like Charlie, uh, Tim, and I will like kind of figure out what we need to have happen in there. We'll like talk that out and then we'll talk it out with the actors and kind of like give them some ideas and where they should go with stuff. And sometimes it's even looser than that. We'll just start shooting and be like, you should probably tell her to blah, 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 blah. And then we just keep on going until there's something enough there that we can construct into something later in the editing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's almost all the conversations that we do are built in editing for the most part. Was Modern Fables that same way mm-hmm. with the yeah okay yeah and that one i think is the most successful in that way i mean like for that one we just let brian just go crazy in a couple scenes and brian will kind of let you he'll just go off you know <laughs> <laughs> um and also the structure on that one was a little tighter than some of our other ones because they're sort of based on normal fables right that's kinda, what i was we kind of had about. It built in in some ways we kind of knew where things were going to go for sure um, which I think really helps that one. Is there one of these that you like the most personally? Um, or feel like was the most successful in some way? I think Fables holds up to me the most. I can watch that one and I don't cringe too much. Yeah, Fables is good. Um, and, I, you know, I was really worried about the new one while we were making it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, there was something off for me, but, like, it all comes together in this weird way. Um I don't, narrative wise, I don't know if it's successful altogether, but I think it looks but really the, good. And like the mood from the music and like all the sound and all that stuff really like gels it all together in this way that makes it that's an okay short. Certainly, that's something that, that's different from what you've guys done before, too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I No, I think so. I think exactly the same thing. It looks great, and the music and all, like you really get a sense of sort of mood and atmosphere and stuff yeah. from it. Which is. Something we've always wanted to do, but I, we just never really had the ability in 48 Hour to really try to pull that kind of stuff off. So typically with this 48 Hour things, there's like a screening like a week later after you turn mm-hmm. it in locally. And there's all the other filmmakers and you get this like kind of uh, closure in a way. Yeah. Because yeah. you get to see it with an audience and it's usually a pretty receptive yeah. full audience. Um, when you do something like this where it's like online or like what's the 
Like, what's the closure on it? Yeah, I don't even know on this one. I, I was, it was just nice to see it done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would be cool to see that in front of an audience, though. I because sometimes if you do some crazy shit in yeah. Forty Eight Hour stuff, the audience does. It may not be a laugh, obviously, especially right. if it's drama, but they will be like, "Oh shit," or something yeah. like that. I think I w- this I would one like would have been a fun one. Yeah, I would like screen. to see the audience when they see the this the skydiving yeah. stuff, which looks amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean that in that sense, it's sort of disappointing that it's internet based, but. You know, whatever. There's another challenge coming up at some point. Now, did it... I guess today they announced, like, the inter- the winners and stuff oh, like that? that? I think I so. I'm not even aware. Okay. Did so you win? don't even know. Let's I don't know. I didn't... Let's I, go to the site. I Let's couldn't get it to work on it my... Uh, we could do it on air. On my smartphone. But uh, I don't want to mess things up here. That's all right. I don't know if my computer can handle all that at once. Guess we'll never know. Well, someone will know. <laughs> someone will figure it out. You probably would have gotten an email never or something, know. don't you think? Maybe. I'm not... I'm not listed as producer, so I don't know. Oh. I guess I would have got an email from Charlie. So, okay. Yeah, Charlie might let you know. You never know. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of that. So what What are your... Uh, I feel like we talked a lot about... Maybe this is my fault, but I feel like we talked a lot about the things that you don't want to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but so what are like what are your ambitions, Sean? Um like in the future? Yeah, just like what are some things that you're like hoping to accomplish or Um you know I you know I'd, I'd really love to do some sort of feature at some point. Um I think that'd be really fun and in, in what part of it? What do you mean? Like in the same kind of working mode with Dirty Borders? No, or, I mean, it would be with those guys, but it would be... Like what's the part you want to really be doing in that uh, kind of... I'd probably write it and direct it, probably. Uh-huh. Um, probably with Tim, but... Uh, yeah. Something like that. I mean, we're working on maybe doing a longer short right now. Um, we've been talking about the idea of doing like a 20-minute maybe thing. Um that's kind of the next thing I think we're trying to think about doing. Uh, other than that, um, you know, I'd like to get a comic out at some point and I'd like to be more successful at doing like uh gig poster kind of things. Mm-hmm. That'd know? be awesome. So gig posters are awesome. So what's like on the gig poster side, since you've mentioned it a couple of times, like yeah. what's the, um, what's the hold up on that kind of scene? Um, it's just Chicago is just packed with, gig poster guys mm-hmm. and arguably some of the best in the country mm-hmm. um, like who are a couple of those off the like jay ryan and um yeah jay ryan <laughs> <laughs> um but uh just one one of the major hurdles is trying to figure out which route to go i mean you can contact bands or you can contact venues and try to work with them to try to get some of these gigs mm-hmm. um who exactly pays for the posters uh, it depends. Does it? That's one of the things you gotta figure out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, some artists will like make a deal where they give so many to the venue or to the band, and then they sell the rest of them, yeah. and that's how uh, they make their money. Uh, or yeah. I mean, there's all like every different arrangement. Oh you could yeah, think of, like probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they sell them at the show, then I mean, like, totally. There's right. all kinds of different like the the gig poster thing is. Weird, because there's, like, this underground kind of, like, 
code of conduct thing too of like That's, different philosophies of like yeah. if you're doing a show poster you can't sell until after the show or you know what i mean like there's all these different kind of I mean, then people, some people are like, that's bullshit. And other people are like, no, it makes sense because the, you know, like you have to navigate all that kind of. Yeah. And gig guys are kind of secretive. They're kind of a secretive group of dudes in the sense that they don't really want to give away how they got gigs or who they're right. going through for that kind of thing. Cause they don't want you to get those gigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's one of the big hurdles that I've been trying to figure out how to do that but people do it i mean oh yeah it you know it would it would have been great like two or three years ago when i had a bunch of friends and bands but kind of everybody's bands have dried up Uh oh yeah why it's not my fault (laughs) (laughs) no uh, i don't understand like i don't i can't figure out the music scene here in chicago and i don't because in cincinnati i knew like all about what was going on. Cause I was there for a long time and yeah. I was playing in bands and I just don't understand. I don't understand what happens here. Like, like I don't understand. I don't even know who any of the local bands are. I can't figure out where you see them play. I don't about just, empty bottle bottom lounge. Yeah. I mean, I know these venues, but I just, they all play there. I don't know. I keep, I ask people, well, what are some local bands you really love? They're all broken up. See, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I uh, and and I think a lot of my friends here, 90 Day Men, aren't particularly into the music scene so much. They're who's all into the, like comedy or who's the what's the marching band? They're good. Mukapaza. They're great. Yeah, I've, seen, they from I've seen them a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've shit. seen them play in Cincinnati. Uh, Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. Kanye <laughs> <Kanye-y> West. Wilco. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean. Nether Friends? Have you seen them? Nether Friends? Yeah, you should look them no. up. No, really okay. Good. So Nether Friends, and what was the one you said, Rob? For which one? Lupe Fiasco? No. The one before you 90 said. 90 Day Men? 90 Day Men. They may not even still be around anymore. They have like four or five albums. All right. Well, if anyone has suggestions of cool local <laughs> Chicago bands, let me know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, just trying to figure that stuff out has been kind of my new goal lately. Okay. But you're mm-hmm. doing posters for other things. I, didn't, I yeah. was listening to... Nerdsy. The uh, Crankcast, yeah. which is uh, another Norton. podcast, Mike Norton and Crank, and sometimes they uh, record at Four Star. Like, yeah, yeah. and um, I don't know if that sense made any sense to people listening, but Crankcast, look at it. And uh, they were talking about you doing, you did a poster for Nerd City's after party for C two E two. That's a cool poster. Mm-hmm. What's it look like? I haven't seen it. It's got a wizard. It's a wizard. Mm-hmm. With a, it's kind of a sixty style, like a Fillmore poster. The kind of like a text that all comes together and just yeah. like one big block kind of feeling. So C two E two is Chicago Comic Entertainment Expo. Yeah, it's in two weeks. Yeah, barely. Uh, what is it? March eighteenth yeah. to the twenty first, or something, something like that. Like that. And um, so it's like a big comic convention. Yeah. Are you, and you you did a poster for Nerd City, which is another podcast, right? Yeah. Their after party, yep. which is on what Friday, Saturday night? I think it's Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. What, you, what did you put on the poster? Like who's there? No. No. What <laughs> night? Oh. Uh. All right. Never mind. And you got anything else C two E two related that uh, you were part we, of? Or? We have a booth. Uh, four star. Has oh, a booth four stars there. a booth. That's cool. Yep. Do you we'll need a booth number? Off, uh, no. Okay. What are you showing off? <laughs> uh, we'll be showing off like um. Uh, a couple of the uh, web comics or stuff we're doing, and uh, mm-hmm. this uh, secret project will be 
not unveiling what is the secret project secret. it's cool but uh we'll be we'll be talking about that there a little bit okay so that's c2e2 yeah. uh and then i guess we're kind of wrapping up so yeah. uh if you want to know more about the c2e2 stuff you can go to what is four stars website uh four star com. Yeah, yeah. Four star or yeah. something like that. Or you could go to my actual website, which is and thank you for flying And they can find and what's Dirty Borders website? Uh I think it's like Vimeo.com slash dirty borders. So Vimeo borders. is the best place for that. Yeah. Alright, we'll have There's a, a link on my I'll site have, to that. We'll have links. We'll have some links. But and thank you for flying. Yeah. Dirty borders, four star. Um what about you, Rob? What about me? Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Um, but you, you, there's like a million things that you've done online that people could look at, including one, two, three videos. Sure. Uh, not from Baltimore videos. Yeah. Um, and they should. And and also, dirty borders. And videos dirty borders, borders as well. Including one called Trajectory, which was just made. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about it a little bit. Wow. People should watch it. Um. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Okay. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for taking the time. I hope this was an uplifting experience. Totally. We just—I think I'm just going to give up on everything now. No, don't. Yeah, just stare into my beer. No, it's that's not so not... bad. I gave up a while ago. It's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel okay about giving up? Yeah, totally. I mean, there's still like a certain release in that, I guess. You know, like maybe uh... two or three times a day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so I like to give the guests the last word or words. So, but there's two of you. Do you want? Does one of you? Do you want to fight over it? Uh, we could see if we say the same word at the same time. Is it? Oh, what, what are we supposed to say? I never listened like, to the end. Okay, so thanks for listening. You can find us on iTunes. It's uh, Let's Get Serious. It's the name of. The <laughs> or you can go to KendallBrowns.com. There'll be show notes. So like all the stuff that we talked about and we said wrong, there might be a correction there or links for your pleasure. Okay. You can watch the video that we've been talking about trajectory. It'll probably be linked there. So please do that. If you like this, you can listen to other ones. That's great. And uh, take it away, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks.